Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Today, I am featuring a guest by the name of Gada Abu Hakma, and she is the owner and creator of My Skin Buddy. I really enjoyed my conversation with Gada. She is a powerhouse. She doesn't even realize how powerful she is. That's what makes her and her company so beautiful. But she shared a lot of success lessons surrounding how she went from going to school to to step into the music industry, to finding her way into the beauty biz world. And now she sells this incredible little tool called the My Skin Buddy that I actually use in my spa, in my own bathroom, and I retail to my clients. So you're going to want to listen in if you like girl talk and, and women who have found their way down a path they weren't even expecting. So stay tuned. Enjoy the show. I know you're going to love Gata. and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious Beauty Biz entertainment. Hey everybody, it's Lori Crete here. Welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Today I'm excited to chat with my friend Gada Abu Hakmad. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome today. Now Gada is the owner and creator of My Skin Buddy. Gada, I you know we've chatted quite a few times. I don't even know where you're located. Where do you actually live? So I live in Philly at the moment, and then I have an office in Boca Raton, Florida. So I live out of a suitcase and I just travel. <laughs> That's my life. But I have two locations. So we have an office in Philly and then we have a warehouse and office in Florida as well. Very nice. So I guess, you know, let's briefly tell our listeners what My Skin Buddy is. And then I want to go back and, and talk about how you found your way into this beautiful beauty biz. Yeah. So my skin buddy is a multifunction handheld device that was created uh, really originally for personal use. Um, And then after I fell in love with it, that's when I shared it. So it's really for professional use and at home care. Professionals are going to use it to enhance their facials and then resell it to their clients for home maintenance. And it's also going to optimize the skincare ingredients and the skincare that they sell to their clients. So when you say multifunctional, tell me, and I know because I actually use this in my spa, I I can't even keep it on the shelves. I I retail it as well. But what are the functions that my skin buddy performs? Sure. So it utilizes four technologies. So it uh, uses ultrasonic vibration, um, iontophoresis, LED lights, and thermal heat therapy. So really the inspiration behind MSB was... I just, you know, I'm just too tired at the end of the day to use all my gadgets. I've used every gadget and I just wanted everything in one device. 
Um, so that's what my skin buddy is. You're just getting a cleansing device. You're getting LED lights. You're getting product penetration and plumping and lifting all in one little guy. And the truth is, we as women and men now too, they're finding their way into this thought process. We want to look good in a New York minute. Like give us convenience and instant results. And that's what my skin buddy does. That's why it's on my shelf in my bathroom. Yeah, it's definitely instant. You see results immediately and it's long-term and long-lasting if you continue to use it. So I'm definitely proud of it. And I tell all my clients, I'm so in love with my product that I would pay retail for it. (laughs) And that's when we, that type of passion sells. So I'm not surprised at how well you're doing with, with your career here. So now where did you go grow up? Did you grow up in Philly? So I was born in Kuwait. Um, and then I moved here after the Gulf war. So I was, uh, an immigrant coming into the country and then I moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania at all places to move. How'd you end up there um, from Kuwait so my, to Lancaster, Pennsylvania? I know. So my mom was an exchange student in college and she ended up with a Mennonite family. So you had um, a little Arab Muslim girl living with a Mennonite family in Lancaster and that's all she knew. So when we moved here, she was like, I know Lancaster. We're going to go there. <laughs> so we ended up in Amish County. So that was a culture shock for me, but that's where I ended up living. I moved to New York City later. I moved to Dallas after. This is all crazy to me that you have lived like the lives of nine people, Kuwait to Amish country to New York City. What was the biggest culture shock? Oh my gosh. I think, you know, just moving here was such a culture shock. It was after the Gulf War. Um, just my parents wanted to give us, you know, a better life, but they didn't really give us the plan. It was just kind of a, a lie. They were like, we're going on vacation. So we went on vacation and then we never went back and they were like, we're not going back. How old were you when you moved over here? I was 12 when I moved over here. Was it, and you know, I haven't ever been to a country like Kuwait, but was it a massive awakening at the opportunities available when you're brave enough to step into them? Um, you know, Kuwait was uh, liberal. I mean, we went to a British school. My parents were big on education, so we learned English at age two. So moving here, it was really more of the culture shock of just the Western life because it's just very conservative there. And I think, yeah, it was just... I guess it is. It was just, you can do whatever you want here. It really is. You really value the American dream when you're an immigrant. It was just, but you don't learn that till you get older, of course, because when you're young, you just miss your friends and it's a culture shock and wow to adjust. So, well, how did you end up going from Lancaster to New York City? So after, so let's say, okay, so when I moved to the U.S., I had no friends. I had no friends at all. I learned to become my own friend. Uh, I was bullied in school. And then I just learned to become my friend. I started DJing by myself. I learned how to drive my car. And I studied music production. And after high school, I packed my bags. And I told my mom I was (laughs) actually after college, I packed my bags. And I told my mom I was going to New York City. And she's an Arabic mom and she freaked out and she was crying. <laughs> she's like, you're not leaving. You, you can't leave the house unless you're married. And I was like, I'm out. 
So. Oh my goodness. And how old were you then? Like 18, 19? <sighs> I was 17. Wow. I graduated like a year early. So I was 17. Um, no, I'm sorry. It was college is 21. So 21, I moved to New York city. Um, I didn't have a job, so I had to find a job because I was interning at first. So I found myself working at a spa while I was interning in New York city for a record label. I ended up working in the music business for two years and then I just found my way back to the spa business again. I just, just kept calling me. (laughs) I'm fascinated with people who are brave enough, especially women who are brave enough to move to New York city on their own. What was it like when you got there? Like, were you thinking, what am I doing? Or were you so excited to explore how, what were, I don't know. Like, I always find it fascinating. Uh, I think my whole life is like that. Like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) I think every minute of my life is like, what are you doing? But just, I was like, keep it together. Act like you know what you're doing and just go for it. And I think it's like, part of it's like, fake it till you make it and just hope for the best. I, when I was in flight attendant training, we were in Dallas and I remember the day they handed out our base. Like we had no idea where we were going. And I was just sitting there praying, please don't make me go to New York city. Please don't make, and only because I was scared now looking back, I wish they would have sent me there because what a cool experience it would have been. Yeah. I mean, it was stressful. I mean, I slept for two years. I slept like four hours a night. I was interning. I was at the record label. I was at the studio recording. And then I would go do my side job just to make money. I was it was nuts for that age. I think I enjoy New York City better now <laughs> than back then. But I mean, like I was, I mean, my mom's, I never told my mom any of my life. I mean, I think I'm just going to write a book one day and say if my mom only knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think New York City is the city for hustlers. So I'm sure you learned yes. that uh, approach yes. to business there. So yes. you, you said you were, were you a receptionist at a spa? I was. So I was, um, my first job was actually in high school. I worked for a hair salon. So I was a receptionist there. So I got into the beauty business at 17. And then when I moved to New York city, I worked at a high end spa in Soho where like celebrities would walk in. And so, but immediately after I got promoted as an assistant. So I ended up running everything from marketing to, just events and everything that had to do with a spa. So that's how I learned that business. So how do you go from an assistant in a high-end spa to doing what you, what was your next phase in the beauty industry? Um, so after the spa, I actually started inter, uh, I actually started the job at the record label. So I worked for two years. I left the spa, but I just, my heart wasn't in the music industry. So I ended up moving back home to Lancaster and I started a little makeup line. Um, And then, of course, taking my savings and then my parents needed some help. So I was like, okay, let me be responsible and get a real job. So I ended up moving to Philly and working for a skincare company. Um, So at age 27, I was working for a startup skincare. And in five years, I was making over 80,000. They were flying me around the world. And it's, I mean, it was like living the dream, but what were you doing? Were you in sales, marketing? Um, I'm glad you're asking me this question. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was doing everything. I was doing, I started as a sales rep and then I ended up, I always go above and beyond with every position that I had. So I was like, Hey, I can do design. So I ended up designing their brochures, uh, marketing, doing training and just every position in a startup, like helping with formulations, new products that were coming out. So it was definitely an awesome position that led me to what I know today. I mean, every position you take from, so everything leads you to where you get to, even though in the moment it doesn't seem like it, but I just had a panic attack five years into the job. And even though I was getting so much money, I just had a panic attack that I was spending my whole life with people that I wasn't in love with. I mean, I missed my family. I missed my friends. And I was sitting at my desk under fluorescent lights and I just had a panic attack and that was it. I was like, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> what like, month oh is God. your birthday? What astrological sign are you? Oh my gosh. I'm a Libra. Okay. So, yeah, they usually like balanced. Yeah, I'm not balanced. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to just go for it when the, the time feels right, which is actually a gift to move into their next phase of life. I do. I'm very like impulse. I'm just like, I feel it. I'm going to do it. I know it's, and then, but I really feel like it's the right decision to make. So, but I think if you think about, you know, the consequences of losing a job and losing your money and your pay and your benefits, you freak out. So I didn't have time to freak out. I just did it. Well, you were freaking out and you found a quick way out of that moment. <laughs> well, you know, like a month later, you're like, wait, why, why did I, quit that awesome job <laughs> like, and they flew me to Hong Kong for free I was like wait <laughs> oh no but I knew like it, there was something bigger even though it wasn't financial it was there was something bigger out there so was it from that job that you transitioned into becoming the owner of my skin buddy no so I went 10 years as an independent consultant after that job um, the last job that I had was five years ago. Um, it was still an independent contractor, but I worked for a laser company and they hired me to be their national marketing director. But that also turned into me being the national trainer, national sales rep. So I, I went above and beyond again. Uh, long story short, the company went under and that was like my final straw. It was, it was done. I was so exhausted of failing and so many projects failing that I was like, that's it. I made a promise that I would never, ever work for anyone again. Um, so I had savings and I went through like a year depression of not doing anything. I mean, my savings were dwindling. And then a year later, I was just, it was at midnight and I had a meltdown. <laughs> I just started researching and saying, you know, that's it. I got to come up with something. I just started writing my ideas down. And then six months later, I had skin buddy. And can you share, I know some things are proprietary information, but can you share how you stumbled upon it or how it came into your life? Sure. So, um, I guess I was inspired by working for the laser company. Like I was working for a radio frequency and then we were doing microneedling RF and like all these modalities. And I was like, man, I could totally achieve those results without having a medical device. I was like, how do I do it? So really it was combining different modalities to give me those results without the downtime and, and being so expensive. 
So putting all that together, um, I contacted a bunch of manufacturers to create different samples. And then this one was my favorite. And this one, I tested it for about five to six months. And then I fell in love with it. And then I was like, okay, now it's time to share it. So I decided to start sharing it. And then my dad passes away a month later. So then I sat on Skin Buddy for about a year. So I kind of gave it out here and there, but I really didn't launch it till about a year ago. Wow. So, you know, it's funny. You're right. You do get amazing results. What I do with the My Skin Buddy is I wash my client's face and I use the tool and then I hand them the mirror and I say, look at how amazing you can look from one cleanse. You do. It's immediate brightening. It's like polishing the skin in a beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. And without stripping the oils and I'm very acne prone. So I've had like hormonal acne since my hormones started. (laughs) So, and anybody that knows that has acne prone skin, it's, it's never ending. It's not like you can just stop acne. It just, it's a daily maintenance and diet until your hormones get into control. And that could be maybe when I'm 40. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a huge believer in light therapy. And I know it's, it's hard. You can't make crazy claims, but in your experience, does that blue light Mm -hmm. really help inflammation? Gosh, it does. I mean, like it just really testing it for five to six months, like on my skin. I'm like, wow, I can't believe my skin is just staying at bay. Like, and the, and the blue light just a few minutes a day is just makes a big difference. And, and it wasn't just me. It was just every client that purchases skin buddy for their kids with acne. I get an email within two to three days, almost every time they purchase. I love that. So, so, I mean, it's, you know, I could talk about it all day, but I love just people talking about it and saying, you know, how their skin feels. So I'm curious because lately I've been hearing so many fellow practitioners and women business owners saying, I'm so overwhelmed. I feel so beat up. And, and the truth is there's not balance. If you want to be really successful at something, it's not about balance. It's about going for it, work hard, play hard. But how did you go from being really distraught and and depressed over the passing of your father to launching something that's become so successful so quickly? Was there a pivotal point? Like what made you get back in the game? I think it's, it's the support system that you create. So I'm going to say it's, um, when you feel alone, it's so overwhelming and exhausting. Like even though you have family around, it's, you still feel alone. So I think a year ago, um, an old friend of mine, like we've been long friends, his name's Lou. He's my business partner now, but, uh, he joined me a year ago. He saw what I was doing and he saw the potential. But for me, I was just so in a dark, like zone that, I didn't care anymore. I didn't care about doing anything. And he just jumped in. He said, I want to be part of it. And just to see other people being excited, I think, gave me that little push. And then just knowing I had a backbone, like I have a partner now, I have camaraderie. And I think you need to create that support system to keep you going, even on days that you don't want to go, you know. So it's, I do believe that you need a team. You can't do it on your own. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to circle back to something that we talked about the other day privately. You are a beauty biz club member. Yes. And you have such beautiful things to share with women. I can't wait. You said you're, you're going to be in there and you're going to be sharing soon. 
So (laughs) see, this is exactly what you just said is very heartfelt to me because this is why I created that entire club. So women like you could, could go in there and, and position yourself to help other people, because I think that brings the most to our business, right? When you surround yourself and you start to give and take, it creates a beautiful environment. Yeah. And I love, I love to give, I love to share. Like I'm not someone to keep my secrets. Like I'll give you my whole blueprint of how (laughs) I I created my business because I'm not scared to lose my business. I feel like there's so much to go around. Like there's everybody's unique in their own way of, of presenting something. And it's just like, you know, why not all grow together? And I'm all about like teamwork. Like I can't grow without my clients either. Yeah. You do a great job at really making people feel special when they order from you or you do, you're very generous. That's something I noticed about you right away. Thank you. I think it's like maybe partially my culture. My business partner is Italian too. So it's like, I grew up like giving and loving. And so it's like, it's so hard for me not to be. So it's, you know, if you're my client, you're my family. And I always say, if I ever get married, I feel like all my people in my wedding party, are going to be my clients. (laughs) I have probably like three friends (laughs) everywhere in my clients. I think this is why the beauty industry is so perfect for you. I think as a beauty biz practitioner and a beauty biz owner, I think we love to give to other people. And it's so amazing when you can combine that with an entrepreneurial type spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes you feel good. It's connection. Like that's what life's about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love that, that you just had, especially a male friend, like that's such a different energy to bring somebody, you know, back into the business world that feels, um, you know, sometimes we don't give men enough credit for being kind, compassionate people. So I love that he mm-hmm. helped you in so many different ways in business and in your, your personal well-being type situation. Yeah, he's definitely been an angel. I mean, I don't know where he came out of. I mean, we've been friends for eight years. Um, I'll tell you, it was, it was such a dark depression. I mean, I think Lou was calling me for like three straight years. He was very persistent. He's a persistent friend, like just <laughs> checking in. And I just always looked at his name and I would just just hang it up, hang it up. Like I had no energy to talk to anyone. And I guess it was just timing. And I picked it up and I was like, fine, let me talk to this guy. <laughs> like, let me talk to him. And uh, it just happened. I like met him for dinner the next night. And he's like, what are you up to? And I'm like, I have this product. I love it, but I don't care anymore. I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care about life. You just get to that point. You're like, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to live. It's like, I'm done. And, um, so he just looked at it like, oh, I don't know what this thing is. Like he's never been in the beauty business. And uh, he called me two days later and he's like uh, very monotone. He's like, so interesting. I'm like, oh, what does interesting mean? And uh, he's like, yeah. So I went out last night and uh, all the women that were around wanted one. So I went in. And I was like, OK, well, <laughs> I was like, let's go. I was like, let's do it. And that's what happened. I mean, he's such a great guy. He's, he's so experienced and he's had seven businesses. Um, so it's really nice to have someone to help you because you can't do it all. I mean, you're either hands on or you're doing, I don't want to do paperwork. So Lou gets to do paperwork. Oh, well, that's a gift. <laughs> Somebody that'll take care of that part of the business that you can trust. Yeah. It's so. funny. You know, I spoke to an audience of 650 women. This was a few years ago, maybe last March. Mm -hmm. 
And I told the story about September 11th and how I was a flight attendant and I lost friends that were on flight 11 and my beauty business saved me. And after I spoke, I had a handful, like more than I had ever expected of women come up to me crying saying, Oh my God, goodness, my beauty biz saved me when I was going through a divorce or when my husband passed of cancer. And you're another example of this, like stepping into something and the beauty world can, can change your whole life. Yeah, it does. It does. It does because you're constantly around people and it, it comes back to connection. Like you need people. It's, it's not, you against the world it's like we need a a team a family and to see people every day and you have appointments it almost distracts you and I was actually just talking to my uncle about that yesterday I was like you know it's just they tell you put yourself first you know in today's world but it's really should be the opposite should say put others first and that way it's distracting you from you because if if I'm concentrating on me then I'm going to get depressed because I'm not perfect. (laughs) So all day I'm going to wonder why I'm messed up. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. So that's a good little success tip for anyone who's obsessed with perfection or paralyzed by it. Start putting other people first and you forget about our own crazy things that we think are roadblocks. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I think that's, I get that from my mom. Like I see my mom, like never, you know, like moms don't take care of themselves. Then they take care of the kids first, but they don't care. They're happy. Like they're happy taking care of the kids. So I see that, you know, from my mom, like, wow, she's just happy being mom. On this topic, let, I want to ask you, what would be the most beautiful lesson that owning a beauty biz company has taught you? So, so many lessons. So I'm going to say to be authentic, like be you, um, stay in your lane. You know, it's just a lot of people trying to compete with each other, but I think it's just being authentic. People see it. I think people see realness and I think there's so many people acting out there and trying to put on this facade and this image and character Um, but I think people really see the real realness in someone and they connect with them better. And I think estheticians that are successful, the clients that I have, I feel like they're real. The people love them. They adore them. They, they continue to support their business, even though they might be a little more expensive. They still love them because they have that connection. You know, I haven't really shared this publicly before, but there was a time in my coaching and consulting business. I never worried about competition in my treatment room. I just show up. But when I first started coaching and consulting, I saw a lot of people using my stuff. I felt like, you know, there are people out there and it got me down like, cause you don't want to say anything and it just doesn't feel good. And one of my business coaches said to me, Lori, stop, don't focus on this because nobody can steal your energy. And that was such a powerful piece of advice that I play over in my mind whenever I start to go there, because we all have places we go, right? (laughs) But yeah, nobody can steal your energy. So that's a really nice tidbit of advice for you to share today. Be authentic, be real and stay in your lane. I love that. And you know what? I feel like, oh my gosh, I guess because I'm so, I wake up every day and say, holy moly, how do I have this business? Like, I still feel like I'm a student of the industry. Like, I feel like I look up to my clients. I'm always learning from them. So for me to be among 
the big companies at trade shows is so surreal to me. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe they allowed me in their club. Yeah. So I as I'm like this whole year, we've had some copycats. So, you know, people are like, you know, my clients are very defensive and they're like, oh, my God, so this person's copying you. This company's come. But for me, it's like so exciting to be copied. And it's like, why would this big company copy little old me? And some were even copying the taglines and our information. And so for me, it's so exciting to be copied by someone so big with such a big investment <laughs> behind them. So it's, it's exciting. For That's me a good versus... attitude to have. So I love that. Now, I want to just ask you a few rapid fire type questions. So whatever comes to mind first, just like two or three, we'll have fun. And then I want you to give a success tip to our listeners. And of course you have to tell people, why don't we do that now? Tell people how to find you because I know uh, we've made them listen long enough. They're going to want to check you out <laughs> and the My Skin Buddy out. Yes. Yeah, so um, my .com. Um, You can find us on Instagram at My Skin Buddy. Um, Facebook, it's going to be My Skin Buddy as well. And then um, feel free to add my personal page as well. And that's at Gata Jamal. J-A-M-A-L. So God is G-H-A-D-A and J-A-M-A-L. And the reason I put Jamal on Instagram is because my last name is too long. <laughs> and that's my middle name. Oh, perfect. And yeah, a little bit uh, easier to find on social media. Yes. <laughs> I know. Okay, so let me ask you, what is your favorite beauty product right now? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say it's a vitamin A serum, but I don't want to mention the brand because I feel like other brands might get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be nice. Um, see, this is the balanced Libra part of me that I don't like to ruffle feathers. Oh, well, okay. So it's a vitamin A. What do you like about it? Mm -hmm. Let's share that. So maybe somebody can figure out what it is and go buy it for themselves. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a few products that I love. So okay. it's from it's from Dermodality, and uh, retinols usually irritate my skin, but they have a vitamin A serum and a boost that is amazing. So for my skin, and it's not irritating, doesn't make me peel. So I definitely check their product out. So right now, that's my favorite that I use almost every night. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Hmm. Definitely don't want to read minds because <laughs> <laughs> I'm too That's sensitive. too much information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess fly. Ah. So I could fly all over the world and it would save me money. Yeah. Time um, and money. The two, yes. the two biggest. Yes. I want to save <laughs> <What>? those things. <laughs> well, I guess we got to calibrate the speed with the flying. So we can, but yeah, definitely flying. I've just started asking that question and I get such interesting answers that they, and they always make me giggle what we think that's, of. So that's fine. What would yours be? Oh my goodness. I probably would, uh, it would probably be cure cancer. Like if I could wave a wand because I'm oncology certified and I just so feel for people that have to deal with that in their lives. So that would be it. I'd like to be able to tap you and make you healthy. <laughs> Way to make me feel bad, Lori. No, 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 no. But I've had time to think about this question too, because I've asked it a million times, but 
So we can circle back there in a few months. <laughs> okay, I'll change it then. <laughs> that's funny. No, it's just something that's been so in front of me in my life lately that it is, you know, you look at somebody and go, gosh, I wish I could help them with that. And I do feel like my hands are a little bit of a magic wand when it comes to the treatment room and working on my oncology patients. It makes them feel good. So, Oh, good for you. Yeah, my dad um, passed away from cancer, so it's definitely... Um an eye-opener. I mean, such a different way, to, um, you know, for people that experience it. It's just, it's just why does it exist? Yeah. Know? Yeah. And for the whole family, you know? Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, let's take it back to a positive place. Yeah. <laughs> We're both kind of just sitting here now like, oh. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. All right, go back. No, 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 no. Fun, That's okay. This fire. is real. This is what I like about the show. We get to really talk girl talk. And I think people like that much more than I have this product. Please buy from me. <laughs> like we've seen and heard that for years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you have to give one success tip that you want to share with our listeners, keeping in mind 90% of people listening and our beauty biz practitioners, what would that success tip be? Cause you're surrounded by these people all day long. They're your they're going to be in your wedding. <laughs> Gosh, you know, I know <laughs> if I have one, Lori, <laughs> if it works, <laughs> um, I'm going to say work your butt off. I mean, like how bad do you want it? Because I guess I take it from, you know, like I still keep in touch with people in the music industry and it's like, you have to work your butt off. Like there's always somebody that's hungrier. And if you're not that hungry, why do you deserve it? Oh, I you like know? that. You know, so what makes you feel like you deserve to win if the person next to you is working harder? So, well, what do you, th and I don't even know if this is something, this is another rapid fire question that I've never even thought of before, but you triggered it in my head. What do you tell the person that is feeling so overwhelmed with everything? They don't know how to step into working hard. Is it back to surrounding yourself with the right people or? You know, because I have a, I think a lot of people want it. They just don't know how to step into that hustle. Uh, I think it's, um, it's learning to accept and ask for help. I mean, I think people just get so when you're in that zone, you just want to stay to yourself. You don't want to bother anyone. But I think just asking for help and having that support system, but just baby steps, you know, like go for it, but also plant the seeds because it took me a year for the seeds to grow. I mean, I had skin buddy for a year. I planted the seeds. I didn't think anything was coming out of it. And then a year later, it felt like it was an overnight thing. Do you have anything else in the works you can share with us? Um, I do. We actually just talked to the patent lawyer um, yesterday, but I will, well, that would be another show, Lauren. Okay. <laughs> can you give us a hint? But, um, is it something that's going to, is it another piece of equipment? Is it anything? We'll take anything. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, okay. So I'll tell you guys like how, um, just notice I'm, I love to research. So I'm just researching a lot about ions and, and the benefits of ions for mood. And, and we've noticed like in the last year, so many little kids are playing with the skin buddy. It's turned into like almost a little spinner. And um, so I'll give you a little um, going through 
depression too. I felt like using the skin buddy almost made me a little happier. And then the more I researched negative ions that's naturally found in nature, um, it's a mood stabilizer. So it helps you calm and, and be a little happier. I am such a believer in light and color therapy. And I keep mm-hmm. seeing in front of me, I've had conversations yeah. about the color orange and how powerful that can be just to shift our mood and to make us happy. Yeah. So I'm whatever you're doing, I'm getting one. I'm going to just put me on the list right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it, and it really is. It's I feel like Skin Buddies almost like was just a way to lead me to something bigger. And if if we can help stabilize moods and and you know, make depression easier, you know, just on, especially kids, you know, like you, it's so misdiagnosed. And I think just, just trick your friend into using a skin buddy to make them feel calm and the lights and just, it's just so exciting to see if we can create something that's more medical. It would be fun to do a little survey with our clients to see if they use the My Skin Buddy for a few, like a minute or two mm-hmm. to cleanse their face before they go to sleep, if they find that they're sleeping better. I'm going to start doing that. I'll let you know what my research shows. Yeah. I did have a client and I, I didn't say anything to anybody. I mean, I was just doing the research and I, I kind of did it for myself. Uh, but I did have a couple clients say they have a couple male clients that come in and they say when they get their facials done, they feel happy. So, you know, so I just keep hearing these things and I just keep it to myself. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. I mean, uh, I mean, research negative ions and there's like negative ion bracelets that they sell. And it's just so cool. I mean, it's found in nature. They, you know, they even say like when you get in your shower, you should breathe in. Don't breathe in the water, but like breathe in because the ions are released. And that will make you calm and stabilize your mood. Well, that's a good success tip right there. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the show this morning. Again, just give a shout out to your website. Yeah. So please visit myskinbuddy.com. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest. I love it. Okay. I'm going to let you get back to your day and I'm going to see you inside the club. Yes. Thank you so much, Lori. (laughs) I had so much fun. I did too. Thanks, Gata. We will chat soon. Have an awesome day. You too. Thanks, Lori. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to build the beauty biz of your dreams. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, the only professional success-based society designed to fuel your success by providing you with the ongoing resources that are needed to excel in the beauty industry, please visit beautybizclub.com. Again, that's beautybizclub.com. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free report, Top 10 Secrets of Successful Beauty Biz Practitioners, please visit lauricrete.com. 